0: sign, always go for the throw. Buy low, sell high. fear that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Koltbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Koltbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kulp. I'm your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is Wednesday. I believe it's October 2nd, 2019. And we're here to talk about... You know, I I must tell you, I'm almost winded uh, watching... You know, ladies and gentlemen... We only have one president, one vice president. We have 435 in the House, 100 senators. We have nine on the Supreme Court. We got a bunch of judges around each city and locality. And one has to wonder, how are stoplights working? Have you watched today? I, I don't even know what to say. I, I really don't even know what to say. Uh, the president just held a press conference. But By the way, I also wanted to mention that I got – Two phone calls today. One said I was a never-Trumper. The other one called and said I'm a Trump-ass kisser. Arse kisser, excuse me. And how can I love a man like that? And I'm thinking to myself, am I the nut? In the same day. But anyway, he had a uh, press conference today. And um, I I really don't know what to say anymore. You know we don't trust any of them. We we, we can't stand any of them. None of them. I'm not a never-Trumper. I'm never any of them, and I'm almost thinking, you know, maybe it's a good thing nothing's going to get done. Anyway, um, let's get on on point. Uh, Tonight is the first night of AEW All Elite Wrestling. Cody Rhodes, uh, the son of the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, one of my idols. They start, I believe, weekly on TNT. I will be watching it, because as you know, I'm a professional wrestling nut. Uh, Chris Jericho, Kenny Omega uh the young bucks and uh, many great talents uh will be on go check it out all right so the important things hockey season starts tonight but uh, you know the rangers i uh, you know not so sure they're going to be that great oh yeah and then there's the markets and there's the economy and everything that's swirling around us and the president put out a tweet today using the words bull blank and he used the good one i, I just i don't know what to say i don't know what to say but I will say this. If you do not get this show in your city, you do go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We are live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also at GaryK.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Twitter at GaryKolpom. You can email me. Just be nice. You can read our commentary and articles we post. If you'd like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes on our email service. ConvictionLeaders.com. ConvictionLeaders.com. Right there with one month for you. Go check it out. Uh, which segues me right into the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That is Jim Rohrbeck, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market with proprietary indicators. Go check it out, investment-models.com. Well, the good news is the Dow is only down 433. 433, not 4.33. And by the way, it's 3:36 p.m. Eastern Time. We will take you into the close as we do on all Wednesdays, or most. S&P down a juicy 46. NASDAQ down a juicy 107. NASDAQ 100 down a juicy 116. The SOX down 22. Small cap's not so bad today, but still down decently. Transport's down 216, but I must tell you, we're off the lows. I think we were down 600 at one point. But you can't ever go straight down. You know that, right? And I think that's what's going on here, in case you don't know. And just to let you know, uh, yesterday uh, we were 27046 at 10 in the morning. So as of right now, we're down 900 points in less than two days. So it's, it would be normal to bounce, you would think. I mean, 900 Dow points, it's not a lot in percentage terms, but it's still 900 Dow points. And we'll see how we finish because we will take you to the close. It is 3.37 p.m. Eastern Time. But bigger picture, because you just remember, the bounces are the trees. The forest is the big picture, and when we do our scan, we'll do a scan of 1,500 to 2,000 stocks tonight, 200 sectors, a bunch of countries, a bunch of commodities. Think the Miami Dolphins football team this year, not from the 17-0 season. Because when we do our scans, not very pretty. And just letting you know. And I want you to remember for the future, growth stocks topped out weeks in advance. We noted that for you. We told you about it. Growth stocks topped out eh, three, four weeks ago, and they've been bludgeoned. And we've told you on this show that Bill O'Neill, the great Bill O'Neill of Investor's Business Daily and Daily Graphs and Marketsmith, at lunch with him one day, what's the most important thing you can ever tell me? That when the growth stocks of the bull market top out in earnest – it's only a matter of time before uh, everything else follows because what happens is those growth stocks, that money's going to flow in to other areas that will have the major indices, the bigger indices hold up until they come under the pressure and then boom. And like clockwork. Now, I don't know if this leads to a bear market, you know, the 20 percent or just a correction, which is more than 10 percent. All I can tell you is as of this second, yuck, yuck. And all I can tell you is we're just a few percent off the highs on the Dow and S&P. And as I speak – there's 300 new yearly lows in the market, and there are no new highs. There's a total of 33 new highs, but when I go to them, they are I've got one non operating company. When I mean non operating, uh, i got a bunch of municipal bond funds at new highs. You know what? The, the new high I have today? You ready? Two, you know what? I take it back. Two Lenar and Pulte Homes, two home builders. Lenar reported earnings down 1%, revenues up 3%. Not exactly great. But it's a new yearly high. And of course, recently, the new yearly highs have been what? Utilities, real estate, housing. In other words, very defensive. And, and, and some uh, consumer staples. But our theme of growth bearish market, bear market, whatever you want to call it, looks like it's leading to this. And, you know, everybody's coming up with the reasons why. You know, we care about the reasons why. But we care about price first. And price is kind of speaking loud and clear, notwithstanding Bounces. And I must tell you, coming into today after yesterday's ugly, well, I thought maybe we would bounce today. But nah, the big institutional crowd came in, still selling. We'll take you to the final numbers in the next few minutes of this yicky day. And much more thanks for being here. I'm Gary. This is the one only Investor's Edge. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kaltbaum. It doesn't get better than this. <laughs> and welcome once again to Investor's Edge. It is 3.45 p.m. Eastern Time. As I speak. Dow down, 455. S&P 48, NASDAQ 113, NASDAQ 100, 121. Now, some of the things I'm just noticing today, just noticing. We keep lists. And, of course, the list of stocks holding up has just narrowed down to a nothingness. Nothingness. But today, today, uh, Microsoft, instead of trying to break out – and, by the way, it tried to break out a couple of weeks ago when they announced a big dividend and all that stuff. It's now fallen below support and trading below the 50-day moving average. Google, which gapped up on the last earnings report and has done nothing since, breaks back below the 50-day moving average the first time since that day. That's Microsoft and Google. Apple. Try to break out. tucked its head in like a frightened turtle. Back in. And it's just three names, but I'm just picking them out. And then when I just go through anything that may or may not been holding up, eh, J.P. Morgan in financials has rolled over badly. It's back down to the 50-day moving average, but that is what is known as rolling over, and that's what's been the stronger of the names. Because Citigroup's back below the 50-day. And by the way, these are the big financials. Uh, Bank of America is below the 50-day. I, I have to mention that Blackstone was acting well, went through the 50-day. BlackRock. Rolled over badly. Uh, The regional banks breaks badly. By the way, you know what's up today? Gold. And by the way, gold's just bouncing after the recent drop, uh, and gold stocks aren't really budging that much, so still be careful with that. And then other names that have been holding up that are not big names, but I I just want to mention, because there's more and more, L3 Harris Technologies. Used to be Harris Corp. It's defense. Breaks the 50-day. Something like a ResMed, RMD, slices through the 50-day today. I can do more, but you get my point, just more and more. More and more and more and more. Remember Booking Holdings? The old price line, which I told you broke. It was breaking out of range. That was about two and a half weeks ago. Broke below the 50-day already today. Not good. And in the Dow, I mentioned Apple down five. American Express, very bearish action. Breaking down off of a bear flag below the 200-day moving average. Boeing, down seven. Caterpillar, two and a half. Cisco, one and a half. Chevron, three and a half. Goldman Sachs, five. That baby's rolling over. Home Depot, five and a half. IBM, two. Intel, one and a half. JP Morgan, two. Coke, one and a half. Merck, two. Microsoft, more than two. McDonald's, another two and a half. F.D.S.A. three. M, three. Procter & Gamble's, two and a half. Travelers, three. United Tech, three. Visa, which has been a rock. That's down four today. Walgreens, I get all my drugs there, down two. Walmart, one and three quarters. Exxon, almost two. And we've slipped a little bit. The Dow's down 500 as I speak. S&P down 52. NASDAQ 125. NASDAQ one hundred one thirty four. Have I thrilled you yet? And it's 3.49 p.m. Next segment we'll take you into the close. Hopefully they can bounce. Well, you know what? Uh, Honestly, it doesn't really matter if they bounce it or not. Transport's down 247. Uh, Remember what I said to you yesterday? Okay. Do I have to repeat it? Really worried about how this transports are acting. Really worried about how the transports are acting. Norfolk Southern down five. UAL four and a half. Union Pacific almost five. Landstar almost three. Southwest Airlines one and a half. Fed, well, FedEx is one, but that's been trashed already. Delta, three. Expeditors, two and change. Alaska Air, two and change. American Air, one and a half. Old Dominion Freight, four and change. Not very good news. Economically sensitive air products. Not good. Cummins, Inc. Dover Corp. Honeywell. Ingersoll Rand. Illinois Work, Martin Marietta Materials. PPG Industries. Yonked. Y-O-N-K-E-D. I don't think there's a definition for it, but I think you get the hint. We are now in what I would call bearish market conditions. It is confirming on a daily basis now, notwithstanding bounces that can happen anytime. And, you know, the president can do one of his fake tweets. Oh, we're getting closer to a trade deal, even though we've said that 872 times in the last 18 months. And interesting enough, the market still listens. God bless him. And as I look at the financials, eh, not so good either. So again, just, you know, we're now in a bearish phase of unknown price and time. I would suspect, you know, we're going lower. Let me give you some support levels. Are you ready? The NASDAQ hit a low in August of 76.62. Closed that day at uh, 77.26. We're at 77.95. The 200-day moving average is at 77.08. So we're getting close to some pretty good support on the NASDAQ. NASDAQ 100 um eh, stronger than the Nasdaq by about a half percent give or take on the Dow 200-day moving average 25840 we are at 26080 240 points below but the real support is around the lows of August now the intraday low was 25339 but I actually think the real support is around that 24, 25, 450-ish. You got that? So you got a little room there. But when I scan the Dow charts, ew, ew. Now, up next, the Y, H Y? We'll have some thoughts. I'm Gary. This is the One Only Investors Edge. To. America is talking. Investor's Edge. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a around a boy. With Gary Coltbaum. It's highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. What it he... Thanks for being with us today. Hope you had a good day. You know, the Mets are done for the year, so I don't watch any more baseball, really, but I turned on the uh, Washington National game. Last night against Milwaukee, and, you know, it's amazing sports. you got Milwaukee just winning the whole game. Get into the bottom of the eighth, 3-1, and boom. Guy who's never had an error in right field, has an error, misplays, overruns the ball, 3 runs score on something that should have been two runs, and at least it would have been 3-3. And Milwaukee is out. I, I, I'm not a fan of the one-game playoff, to be honest with you. The whole season for a one-game playoff, just not a fan at all. Because the playoff's supposed to be the better team. You don't make a better team by one game. I- I'm just not a fan. Now, getting to the Super Bowl to play that one game, okay. But in baseball, for me, it's different. Maybe I'm wrong. By the way, I, I could care less about the Milwaukee Brewers, so I have no blood in the game. All right, it's 3.55 p.m. Eastern Time. Markets close in 5. Dow down 498. S&P down 53. NASDAQ 124. NASDAQ 100 134. SOX 25. Small caps are actually holding up better than everything today. But they ain't in any great shakes as they have been lagging big time for for quite a while. And the best I can tell you about the the Russell 2000 is that it is at the lower end of support. And they never, just remember, never even got above intermediate term levels. Um, The support levels are at 1450 to 1460. Got that? What are you around, 1480-ish? So you're getting close. And, of course, we'll be following these levels for you, and and why? Gary, why are these levels so important? Well, it's simple. They're price levels. And the big institutional crowd, the big money, the funds, the mutual funds, the hedge funds, all all these other people, they recognize this crap. And they will see, oh, here's these big support levels that they are part of supporting. When they see them giving way, they have an understanding, oh, they've given way. And what it does is it invites more selling, and you usually get it. Now, every now and then, what you do is you get what we call the intraday suckout, washout, the undercut, where you break below it and everybody's, oh, get me the hell out. And then you finish up on the day on monstrous volume. That's the washout. So you've got to watch for these also. But just because you wash out does not mean that the end of the downside is over. It usually means for the near term, usually. But we're not even there yet. Does not matter. We're just letting you know it's kind of icky still. And more importantly, when I... Just remember, we don't just... The Dow, the S&P, the NASDAQ, and the NASDAQ 100. We go underneath the surface. And when I scan 30 Dow stocks, and they all look like the south end of a northbound jackass, and that the names that were holding up best are now cracking, and when I tell you that Apple tries to break out and fails, Booking Holdings tries to break out and fails, Google, which was holding up great, breaks below support, Microsoft breaks below support, and these are big influencers. Is that a word, influencer? Whatever they influence, of the indices, they matter. And then, of course, then we go underneath. Some names you haven't heard of, some names you have. And we'll separate them by sectors. I'll say, oh, let's take a look at the retail. Oh, let's take a look at the oils. Let's take a look at the gold and silver. What about the transports? What about the airlines? What about the economically sensitive? What about the food, drug, beverage, biotech, and all that? That gets us to being able to tell you, avoid this area, avoid that area, avoid Russia, avoid China, buy Transylvania. That's going underneath the surface. And then there's the broad overview Because we know the Russell 2000 is 2,000 stocks. Genius I am. We know the S&P 500 is 500 stocks. Look how I did that. And we know which ones they are. We know what what has big influence and what doesn't. So pay attention to us. Especially when markets on the defense. Because you know what they're all saying on the tube right now. All the pundits. I'll tell you what they told me yesterday. I'm buying today. That's what they said yesterday. That wasn't a good purchase yesterday. But you know what they're saying today? Yeah, I bought yesterday, but I'm not worried. I'm thinking long term. Just remember all that. Who's your best buddy when the market's in bad shape? Forgetting when it's in good shape. Who is your best buddy? Who is your pal? Who is the unbiased, head honcho, top dog, big cheese looking out for you? That's right. Mwah. All right, market just closed. Are you ready? (sighs) Dow down 491.88. Make that 492.08. Maybe fix it up a little bit. S&P down a juicy 52 and change. NASDAQ 123 and change. NASDAQ 100, 133 and change. The SOX 24 and change. Small caps held up pretty decent today, but eh, this dick crap. Transports, 234 and change. Advanced declines, gross up, down, volume gross, new highs, hardly anything, new lows picked up. And you know what I will do tonight also? I will scan the new yearly lows. See what group is pervading that area. So the why. Why? Why did this happen? Why? Well, number one, three to four weeks ago, we told you that growth had topped and we want you to start avoiding growth. And growth has done, done nothing but gone bearish. All the leading growth names of the last year, last two years, topped out. Whether it's the big Amazon or some of these software names like Adobe on the big front, other names like a ServiceNow or a Trade Desk, Shopify, Workday. And as I've said, Bill O'Neill once told me, looked straight in my eyes and said, Gary, if there's any one thing I can tell you, when you're in a bullish market and the big growth names, the leading growth names in the last couple of years top out, it's just a matter of time because that money's going to flow into defensive areas that hold up the Dow and S&P better until they finally come under pressure. Market will buy up value names and things like that, but that won't last because that value don't lead. And guess what just happened the last three weeks? Exactly that. So now the rest of the market's joining in, and let me be clear. To what extent, I don't know. But the overall trend is definitively changing, joining the uh, growth names, and we will listen. The socks today, I forgot to mention the SOX, oh my goodness, uh, finished a smidge below the 50 day today. Now, did that throughout all of August and then came back up. So we're not going to give it the benefit of the doubt, but we'll just keep on watching it. And I will scan about 60 uh, names in the semiconductor group today, tonight, while I'm watching uh, AEW Wrestling. And Survivors tonight also. A couple of times I was going to enter to be on Survivor. I'd love to do that one day. That's got to be cool to do. Because you do realize it's, it, it is a game of matching your mind against others. It's mind over mind. Not just finding idols and not just, uh, you know, winning races. Anyway, that's for another day. So, uh, another crappy day. Tomorrow, I have no clue. Uh, I don't worry about that it's October like others. I just know we're on the defense in here, and it worsened today. And uh, shorter term, we can bounce at any time. But I will tell you, based on what I'm seeing, bounces will be anemic and short-lived, based on what I'm seeing. The Fed will cut rates, I believe, if it's the end of October. But remember, I I think the Fed's juice is less and less right now. Up next... Yeah, you know, a little more of this, that, and the other thing, and whatever else. Thanks for being here. I'm Gary. This is the one Only Investor's Edge. You're listening to... What are we What are you waiting for? One, two, ready, yeah. go. Action! In investor's Edge with Gary Coulthard. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, in the news today. Uh, Bernie Sanders had some heart issues on the campaign trail, had to go to the hospital, and I do believe he, uh, the, uh, two stents were put into the heart, and I wonder what's going to happen with that going forward. Uh, as you know, uh, it, it, you, you know how I feel about his uh, policies, but we always never wish bad health on anyone uh, unless it's the Boston bomb or you, – you know my point. We're, we're not like others. And unfortunately, there are some very weird ones out there. Anyway, uh, we wish him well. But it does ha- you know, what we're, we're Talking Politics calls into question about what, not just if he's going to continue, but, you know, part of politics and running for president is the health part. And I got to believe that may come up as a factor. We'll see. His poll numbers have been heading south. You know when they started heading south, by the way, his numbers? Uh, when he said that the Boston Bombers should be able to uh, uh, vote in our elections. But he has been, uh, I, I got to tell you, he's been collecting buku bucks. I'm t- people love giving money. And 25 30 bucks at a time makes me believe if I decided to run for president, I can raise the money to run. And I'd be 100 times better president than this president, 100 times better than any of these candidates, 100 times better, 100 times better. I think they're all lightweights, including this president. I would have been 100 times better than Obama, 100 times better than Bush. I would have gone to Iraq. What the hell are you going to Iraq for? And if I did, you think I would have waited four or five years to say, oh, I think we need more soldiers there. Duh. You know, I was very good at that game Battleship. I would have been very good at being a president making foreign foreign policy and running that stuff. You ever play Battleship? Alright, little little, little levity he never heard. Uh, in the news. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, you know I'm a just a logical guy. And um, this AOC woman wants to um, raise taxes to pay for universal health care and Schooling and everything, universal checks to illegal immigrants. Uh, Undocumented. Undocumented travelers. Really? And and how many of these people do you want to pay for? And how much money do you want to take out of people that are working here? It's quite interesting to follow these uh, communist slash Marxists. Gary, isn't communist? We're not talking about communist in we're going to line you up against the wall and shoot you. We're talking about economic communists. You know what a communism, socialism, and Marxism is? They're all very close together. It is the state taking control of life in general, all to a certain extent, You know, some worse than others. But I must tell you, Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders, they're fighting tooth and nail on how far they're going. Do you realize Bernie Sanders wants to take 8% of uh, wealth every year? of certain people at certain levels. Uh, AOC today said there should be no billionaires. We don't want billionaires. Really? Really? I can't tell you the economic insanity of these people. It, it, it's, it's fantasy land. And I, I heard Stephen Colbert had one of them on TV the other day and was actually had a serious discussion. I'd be laughing at them. That's all you can do is laugh at utter stupidity. The same thing with g- getting rid of fossil fuels. Who, who do, how are you going to go anywhere, you morons? Where is Jake Tapper of CNN asking these people, how are you going to go anywhere? And don't you know you're a doofus? No, they don't ask those questions. Gary Wood. Anyway, remember, we have never been more optimistic on you. We've never been more pessimistic on them. And it gets worse and worse. By the person. Seriously. It's nauseating. Absolutely nauseating to watch. In the news, Donald Trump is being accused of, get this, wanting alligator moats... Migrants shot in the legs, sharp protruding objects at the top of the walls in order to cut the shreds out of people. In a book by the New York Times reporter said that's what he wanted until advisors fought back. And that's why Kirsten Whateverface resigned. Alligator moats. Uh, you know what? I-, I believe a lot on Trump. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to believe that one until I really see that one. Maybe he was watching the Game of Thrones. Alligators and moats shoot him in the legs. I don't know what to say. Uh, In the news, hey, they're trying to impeach the president. We'll leave it at that. Have a great evening. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like I do. Quite the simple. You all make sure you hug your children. Night, night all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.